Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Dream Interpretation with your host, Frisco Cosmo, and I am your host. Uh, to recap a little bit of what I spoke about last was just um, the meaning of dreams and what they actually mean and how we're all just like interdimensional beings, which is why we get intuition and we get um, that sixth sense, you know. Um, dreams are really important, you know. As far back in history as I can remember, and if you look in uh, history books, you know, a lot of people depended on dreams for signs, problem solving, and all that kind of stuff, you know, which is great. You know, also, that old saying, as we all have heard it at one point or another in our lives, uh, sleep on it, you know, you'll, you'll figure it out. So, dreams have a very big part in our lives, and what we do and how we figure out problems and how we figure out our future. So it's really important to understand your dreams, you know, which is what I'm here to help you do. You know, we have seven chakras, you know, and each chakra represents a way of understanding ourselves and the world, you know, a way of perceiving reality. You know, if we suppress or block any energy at any of these levels, diseases, will manifest in corresponding in the corresponding area of the body you know and how does that work well because our health depends upon a dynamic balance of energies among all the chakras you know um so everything has to be balanced you know like all the seven chakras represent our entire being you know and how we <laughs> just maneuver in this world, you know? So it's important that all of our chakras uh, are balanced with the right energy, you know? And we're gonna go through the seven chakras and uh, figure out what part of us each one represents, you know? Um, it's important for us to know and realize that all of the chakras are open to a degree. You know, but we tend to operate out of some more than others. You know, so we, you know, we don't always deal with a situation that involves every single one of our chakras. One area is always, you know, focused on the most. And as we get through this episode, you'll understand what I'm talking about. Um, you know... This is, the chakras provide us with information and with the key to understanding ourselves, you know? So as we go through each chakra, we'll, uh, you know, I'll talk about what it does and how it relates to us and which part of the body. So the first chakra is the root chakra. You know, that is like, uh, there would be no energy blockage there. You know, the first is like a storage bank. You know, we kind of store our stuff. You know, that's where we just throw things. Okay, yeah, I'll deal with it later. I'll deal with it later. You know, uh, sorry about that. Uh, so, I just got a message from a, from someone, so please disregard that. Uh, you know, 
this is what happens when we do these things uh, when we're recording our podcasts. So anyway, getting back to what I was saying. Um, so yeah, our first chakra, you know, we don't really block any type of part of our bodies. That's where we're storing everything. We're just like, okay, we'll deal with it later. And that's where it starts. That's where things start changing, you know? Uh, so, you know, we start experiencing like, believe it or not, a, a hormonal change, you know, in both men and women, you know, the energy sometimes always gets stuck like in the second or sexual chakra. We'll get to that as well. And people choose to have what they call one last fling before settling into like, okay, let me get married, let me, because they still want to feel like they got it, you know? I mean, that's normal. When we get to a certain age, we feel like, damn, can I still pull it? Can I still do what I did when I was 20? You know, so we tend to get to that. And that actually is when we, our energy is actually getting stuck, you know, in the second chakra, which we're about to touch in a few minutes. Um, you know, understand that, you know, everything we do, we sometimes, you know, 90% of our lives, we tend to kind of make other people's issues ours, you know, um, we try to help people figure out their problems or try to help them answer their own questions. And then we tend to not knowingly, and sometimes knowingly, we tend to take the problem on as if it's ours. That's where the blockage of energy starts. You know, you, you, you tend to make somebody's else, uh, somebody else's problem yours. And, you know, I can guarantee you if you sit down and say, okay, out of all the problems I have in my life, how many of them belong to me and how many of them belong to others? You'll be surprised with that answer. Okay, the second chakra is the sexual chakra. It's the first chakra that could be blocked, you know? Suppression of energy may result from fears, guilt about having sex, feeling inadequate, uh, you know, having sex infrequently, being in a bad marriage, feeling unfulfilled in love and sleeping around. So there's so many things that that can come from this chakra being blocked. You know, um, sometimes the suppression is expressed as violence, explosions, anger, you know, prostate or female organ problems, you know. So this is how it starts going, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's just amazing how much we are involved with energy and we don't realize. Sometimes we go to the doctor and the doctor says, listen, uh, we found this and you're shocked. You're like, but how I wasn't like that last year or three months ago. And it has to do with the blockage of energy, you know, when you, when you don't let your energies balance itself, you know, we, we, we have to realize that we can't allow someone else's negative energy, let alone energy that doesn't belong to you interfere in your life. Because if you do, then your health will be interfered with. And that's where the problems start. 
you know? So it's vital that we get in touch with our own needs and determine whether we're blocking the energy in the center of the second chakra. The third chakra is the area where most people experience their difficulties, like particularly sensitive people. This is this is like the worry chakra. You know, it's a very vulnerable place. You know, this chakra is not of course too open, like open. A person will have somebody else's problems. They're they're positive energies, they're energies, you know. You'll experience like extreme things, like you'll find that you'll you start to think bladder problems or serious problems. You know, that's you know, this is that's the first shock. That's like something to start off because you know, you're a bit sensitive, your your energy is balanced and it's wide open. So it's where you start to get anger, like your energy start crying too bad, you know, just ruins your whole system. You know, and so that's the chakra. You need to learn how to detach from others' problems. What's best to do in your energy to meditate, take time for yourself, feel it again, you know, get yourself intact, like make yourself you know. That's how you can center this energy, you know, and, and, and balance it, you know, and you find that if you think about yourself, you want to feel sensitive to certain, you know, you feel much better. Your, your chakra will start closing. You have to, you know, you have to honor something not want to, you know, so focus on that. The type of person focus on getting yourself together, you know, getting, you know, go to the gym, you know, be more, you know, like, start meditating five to ten minutes, what it takes for you to see your whole energy. So that way, you will feel better. The fourth chakra. It is the heart center. It is the first of the higher creative centers. You know, this is where we start getting creative. This is like where we start doing things out of the norm. The center is like, you know, it's like the whole, the Christ-like spirit, the unconditional love for yourself and for your fellow people. You know, it's a level where you're like, where you're just Zen, you know, you're, you it's a beautiful level. It's a it's a level through which one experiences unity in all life. But that has its dual problem. First, if it's too wide open, you'll pick up all the suffering and pains of the human condition. You understand? That's crazy. Being unable to detach and gain a perspective on it would be a problem. So, we'll come back in just a second. Welcome back. So, I was just talking about how the fourth chakra is like the Christ-like spirit that we all have, the unconditional love that we can give to someone and to ourselves first and foremost. You know, it's the beautiful level through which, you know, we experience unity in all life, you know, but it has its dual problem. The first problem would be that if it's too open too wide, you know, you'll pick up all the suffering and all the pain of the human condition, being unable to detach and gain a perspective on that. And that we have to be careful with. You know, uh, second, if the heart center is closed or walled off, you'll be you'll be unable to love yourself and others, and you'll always find yourself being upset and you know just like not liking people. And you know, I've come across a lot of people that tell me, "Oh, I can't stand people." You know, that's a problem. That just means that their fourth chakra is completely blocked. You know, and you know, in order for you 
to be able to love anybody, be it a partner, be it a guy or a girl, or if you're attracted to somebody and you want to try something with them and have a relationship with them, it won't work because your fourth chakra is blocked. And when you get angry, you immediately put that wall up and there goes that, you know, you start treating the person horrible. You start ignoring them. You start just like always having an attitude. And that's how people walk away from stuff, from relationships. So, you know, try not to block that chakra because that chakra plays a big role in how we move forward, you know? Um, and, you know, being walled off also, you know, it, it blocks you from being sensitive. It blocks you from being sensitive to other people. You know, it also can result in high blood pressure and heart problems. You know, we build up and carry around many resistance and hurt, you know, in this chakra. So overloading this area with unnecessary tension can create some really devastating health ailments. So, you know, the ideal thing is to be open and channeling the energy from the center, you know, from, from, from deep within, you know, that's really important. That's why the fourth chakra is really important. The fifth chakra, you know, is associated with like, you know, perception and, 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 you know, sort of like a psychic clairvoyance sort of thing. You know, sometimes we'd be like, you know, sometimes we, I know this happens to me all the time. Um, I say something and it happens. And, or I say that someone, you know, I get a vibe from someone and I'm like, God, oh, there's something about this person. And it's because, you know, I'm, I'm in touch with my fifth chakra, you know, I, I'm able to sense these sort of things, you know, um, you know, and if it's blocked, it's easy to get all kinds of stuff, you know, and if you block it, you know, one way to block this type of insight sort of thing, if you, if you want to call it that, you know, is through tension, you know, if you're really tense, you're, gonna, you're blocking this chakra and that's where you get like pain behind the eyes, you get bad back aches, you get headaches, you know, your neck is hurting, you know, so this is, this all relates to blocking the fifth chakra, you know, blocking the fifth chakra is also uh, by not speaking what you feel, by verbalizing what you feel your needs, your real needs and feelings, that's, and keeping it all bottled up inside, that's also going to create this tension, the back aches, the headaches, the eye strains, you know, arthritis can develop from this. So we got to pay close attention to how we're reacting, how we react to things and how we respond to things. And also we can't, we have to remember, we cannot keep things bottled up inside for too long. It's best to just voice it and voice it properly, that's all, you know? Say it with love, if there's something you don't like with someone, just say, yo, can I talk to you? You know, there's just certain ways to deal with it. You know, again, it goes back to what I said, you're the expert in your life, so you'll know, you know, what's right, what should be right. You know what you're gonna say before you say it, and if it feels right, then you say it. If you know it's gonna be received wrong, 
but you just don't care, you may want to think about that, you know, because you don't want people to react to you the same way, you know, so take that into consideration, you know. Um, the seventh, the sixth chakra, actually, we're going to hit now, um, is also, is considered like the third eye. You know, it doesn't, it's not a contributor to illness, you know, if a, if a person has been like concentrating for long hours, you'll feel like, you know, a buildup of tension between your eyes. It, it results in sinus headaches, eye strains, you know. So, although these things also uh, are a result to the blockage in the fifth chakra, you know, it also can come into the sixth chakra, you know, and it'll affect the third eye, the intuition, the like, you know, I don't, you won't be able to say, that doesn't feel right and won't get these intuitions that we get as human beings, you know? Um, so it's really important that we make sure that the fifth and sixth chakra are not blocked. Um, because if the sixth is blocked, you won't have that intuition feeling, you know? So let's pay attention to that. And the final chakra is the seventh chakra. That's actually known as the crown center. You know, it represents your unity with God, with the God in you, with what you believe in, what, what guides you. When you're fully in touch with that, that means you're in touch with your seventh chakra, you know? Um, so, you know, it's not associated with any type of blockage or any type of disease. And it's not the seventh chakra is just your wholeness, the complete self. You know, you know how you see the pictures of like saints and poets and artists, clairvoyants, how they have that light around them, like a, like a shield around their head. That's what the seventh chakra is. When you're in touch with that, it just means that you're in touch with your full energy from the first chakra to the seventh chakra. And the purpose of it all is to know yourself and to see all the lessons as a positive opportunity to grow. And learn you know that's really important you know it sounds easy enough but you know my guidance always did like to keep things simple my guidance is God he just says go forward do the right thing everything will fall into place so no one goes through this alone you know each one of us have a guardian angel and a team of teachers who guide us and support us along the way so you know, you're not going through this alone. There's people who go through this as well, you know. So, you know, these are, you know, just try to make your own decisions. Try not to answer anybody's problems or fix their problems. Try to guide them and show them that they're the expert in their life and only they have the correct answer. You know, we wouldn't want others, whether in or out of the body, you know, to make our decisions for us, you know, because... We wouldn't learn that way. So in order to learn and grow, we have to do things for ourselves. Okay, so I hope this was a great uh, insight. Uh, this is episode three. Uh, I call this the seven chakras. We're knowing the seven chakras, so stay tuned for uh, episode four. There's some much more interesting stuff out there. Blessings to you all, and stay tuned.